And we're back with more of the Pope on film. <coughs> Bunny. Yes. Are you ready for another exciting installment of the Pope of uh, everyone's favorite podcast segment, Bunny Versus, starring the incomparable Bunny Williams? Are you ready? Are you pumped? Are you amped? Are you jazzed? Are you psyched? Are you primed? Are you ready and raring to go? Are you ready to do it, Bunny? Are you ready to conquer those fears? Take that hill. Are you ready, Bunny? Are you ready? I am ready. Good. Well, without any further ado, it's time once again for Bunny Versus. And now here is your host, Bunny Williams. Take it away, Bunny. Yes, I was late, but I have a really good excuse and a note from my mom. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Let's well, hear it. First, yes, I'm I'm really stoned. Like that's a given. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anybody who's listened to at least even one episode of this show knows that's a given. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But so on break, I go and I have a cigarette. And since we started streaming, I'll like bring my phone or my tablet or something. And I'll watch the break. Because yeah. then I know, I mean, even with the delay, I know when it's time to get back in. Except this time I'm really high and I just got really into watching the break. <laughs> nice. Very nice. So I was watching Andre the Giant and uh, I was like, fuck, that means I have, I, I'm late. <laughs> nice. So, so I had a good excuse. Yeah, that's, I'm all right with that. <laughs> Uh, but I've been talking to Liz again and, um, she wanted to use, she's doing a show Saturday nights at, well, it's like 10 o'clock my time. She's in Australia. It's like sometime in the afternoon there. But it's called the Cocktail Hour, and she's been streaming that. And she has a few different characters that she does, uh, and she wanted them to interview Bob. Nice. So, so she got in touch with me, and she was like, "You know, do you mind if I use any of your any of your Bob stuff?" And I was like, "You can use any, you know, like like you're a co-conspirator." <laughs> You can use whatever you want, you know? So yeah. she's going to grab Bob and cut him up. And, and it actually ran last night, but I didn't see it yet. So cool. I'm curious to see what she's done with it. And then because of that, I grabbed some stuff off of her because I'm really, I, I, well, I was really kind of short on stuff for more of the breaks, you know? Yeah. Uh, so now I've got Liz's stuff. I grabbed some of your story times. Cool. Uh, anything that hovers around five minutes is what I'm looking for. Okay. <clears throat> and then I also talked to my friend, Tim Caldwell, who does a lot with OSI 74. Um, and I grabbed some of his bits. 
I haven't used any yet, but he's got just some funny stuff. But getting that, getting things that are like around five minutes, you know, like five minutes or less, so that I can get a lot of stuff in, a lot of funny little bits, you know. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like everybody's average, like mine, yours, everybody is about ten minutes, give or take. Yep. You know? Yep. So. But I think I have enough now where I can get the first break time show, the reemergence of the Pope, the Pope's hyperactive fun time show. Yeah. Up to 13 episodes. So, like, as far as nice. I'm concerned, that's a complete season. Yeah. You know. So that's that. I'm really interested in doing something with Dora because that looks like. Like, I wanted to get back into that, that like, kind of style of animation. Yeah. A little bit. Just to knock off things like that, like Dora. So that's been running through my mind. I'm going to have to listen to that, like, immediately after the show. Uh, and, and, and we missed a couple of days because this film is just that fucking bad. That yes, yeah, it's pretty bad. This is it's the first bad. movie that we have ever seen that took us two weeks to recover from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now that spawned an idea. I was like, you know, so I was sitting here like last Sunday, and it got too late by the time I thought of it. But it was like, you know, I should just run a movie. That's I should just stream out a movie yeah and of course it gets complex from there as it always does because i was like well if i'm streaming the movie I, I can like just you know make it look nice with a couple of pictures you know something like that and then i could take the movie and i could just cut some breaks into it you know and i could yeah. do a beginning a middle and an end you know, just like actually host the movie. Why am I playing this particular movie? That kind of thing. Yeah. And then I was like, well, why doesn't Dabney do that instead? <laughs> so now I have 13 movies all picked out. <laughs> and they're cut up. I just have to do some write-ups on them and do some animation for Dabney. And then we will have movies to roll out. They've got to be movies that... Here's the criteria. So I have a 13-episode season that I can do of that. It has to be a movie that I can get away with showing, obviously. And one that we've covered on the Pope on film. So. <coughs> okay. So how you been doing while I look for the movies? Um, good. It's interesting that you say that because I just a few days ago uh, edited together a double feature. Yeah. We haven't uh, done one of those in a really long time. Yeah. It, it, in, 
Interesting that you mentioned that. So um, I've, I've got a, a, my, my wallpaper on my computer rotates. I've got this folder of like 2000 different images and every five minutes it puts a different background. And I would say about one fifth of the backgrounds for my computer are old movie posters that I just yeah. really liked or whatever. And one of them was a double feature of um, the uh, what's what's the name of it? Uh, most people in America now know it as the film Eyes Without a Face. Oh, here it is. Uh, the Horror Chamber of Dr. Faustus. Okay. And it was as a double feature with the Manster. And I said to myself, well, I, I don't know the Horror Chamber of Dr. Faustus, but I love the Manster. And I was thinking like, oh, that must have been really fun to see as a double feature back in the day in like the early 60s. So then I thought, well, let me see if I can find the Manster. Let me find. And then I found that really quickly. And then I was like, okay, well, I found that. Let me try and find the horror chamber of Dr. Faustus. And then I saw, oh, wait, um, the original title was Eyes Without a Face. And then it, it was cut up and dubbed in 1962. It came out in, in France in 1960 as Eyes Without a Face. And then it was released in 1962 as the horror chamber of Dr. Faustus. And that's the title that it was that it had when it was on a double feature with the Manster. But since then in America, most of the copies that you can find are eyes without a face and not the horror chamber of Dr. Faustus. But then I found a good copy of the horror chamber of Dr. Faustus as opposed to eyes without a face. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it together. And so I, I, I edited together a double feature and it has previews beforehand and, and, uh, and then it has an intermission and then it has an ending and I've been watching it for a couple of days and I'm having a whole bunch of fun with it. Well, why don't we just pick a time and stream it? I mean, like there's zero work to that, especially if you've got the whole thing edited where there aren't yeah. going to be like any kind of host segments or anything like that. <sighs> like we'll just pick a time. I'll start the stream and go back to whatever I was doing or watch it. Yeah. You know, yeah that that's a that's a good idea because yeah I've got the whole thing here. I'm actually uh I'm actually gonna edit it a little bit because uh like eyes without a face that movie is all over the place and there's really good copies. I found a decent copy of the horror chamber of Doctor Faustus, but since they're both the same movie, I think I'm going to keep the title of the horror chamber of Dr. Faustus. And then after the titles just splice in a really good copy of eyes without a face. Yeah. Since it's the same movie, but yeah, no, I pretty much have the entire thing here. So, cool. so that's, so that's something. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, the entire family has been quarantining because someone in the house has the coronavirus. So yes. that's not fun. And then, and then by Tuesday, we should be able to get out of the house if we can open our door because of the snowmageddon that's coming. 
Yes. It's difficult because some of the news people are literally apocalyptic about the news, uh, about the weather forecasts. Some news people are like, we're going to get eight to 18 inches of snow in some parts of Oklahoma. They're going to get 20, 22 inches. You are going to be locked in your homes. There might not be power. There might not be water. You need to prepare yourself. You need to get a gun. You need to decide now who you are going to eat and win to prepare fashion weapons. Like, like the weathermen are just really panicking. And then some of the other weathermen are like, okay, we're not going to get 18 inches of snow, but we are going to get about 12 inches and you will be locked in your house. So get food now. So like Walmarts are battle zones. Walmarts in Oklahoma haven't looked this bad since the quarantine started. Yeah. So, see, it's kind of funny that you say that because, like, you know, having grown up uh, on the edge of nuclear holocaust my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of do that wherever I go. Wherever I go, I just like look at the crowd and be like, okay, I think I can convince everybody to eat that guy in the case of an emergency. Yeah. You know, because it's not just who you who are you going to eat. Like, who can you sell to the crowd? You know? Yeah. Well, I think we'll be... Well, we we are stocked to, to the gills with food right now. Yeah. With food, with water, with supplies, with... You know, I've got a... a flashlight we've got candles we've got bottled water we are 100 prepared for whatever might happen also knowing fully well that this is oklahoma and like you just cannot predict the weather in oklahoma and more than likely nothing will happen but if something does happen we're prepared so there's that so it's weird that like oh hey we'll all be able to leave the house on tuesday if there's something to go to yeah uh, that might have been yeah. the storm or possibly animals because yeah, I didn't do that. It was close. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's fun. Yeah. So I'm happy. Yeah, it's hard to sell how bad the snowstorm is when, when it's a pandemic and we're not really going anywhere anyway. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are you okay, Eleanor? You okay? You really biffed. You really just fell. That that was like a that was like the sound effect of Rocky Balboa punching a slab of meat. I hurt my knees. You hurt your knees a little. Okay, but you're fine. Yeah, so I need to make some decisions soon because AMC is still saying, hey, we've paused everyone's AMC A-list memberships. We've paused it for you because we're not going to charge you for three movies a week for $20 a month. We're not going to do that to you. But we are restarting all of the A-lists on March 1st. So if you haven't restarted it by March 1st, we're going to restart it for you. So I think I might just... So I think um, I'm going to wait until right before March 1st. But if they don't, I'm hoping that they still push it back because so many states have all of their movie theaters are closed. And 
the movie theaters here are open, but they're just showing shit because there's nothing out. Like, no. risk my life to go see Monster Hunter and Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> so I'm going to wait and hope that they push that March 1st back a few months. But if they don't, I'm just going to cancel it. The thing that sucks about canceling the AMC A-list membership is that number one, you can't restart it again for another six months. Yeah. And two, right now I've got like grandfathered in 1995 a month. So like six months from now, if I try and get it again, it might be $24, $25, Exactly. And there might be restrictions on it. But also, nothing will be out on March 1st. Yeah. You know? And then. But at, the, but at the same time, you know, I, I mean, they're hurting. AMC is fucking hurting. AMC yeah. may not make it through this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so like. I know I what happens if you're in a contract with them and they go under. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to try to hold you liable for like the whole subscription or some shit? I don't know. I don't know. But then, but then, uh, they've been releasing all of these really old movies. And, and so I I got excited because it's like, I almost went to the movies in the beginning of the month because they were showing Groundhog Day. And it's yeah. like, I'll go see Groundhog Day in theaters on Groundhog Day. Like, that's that's good for me. Yeah. But the really good older movies are playing in big cities that yeah. are like, like if they're showing aliens and they're showing Back to the Future and they're showing Knives Out and they're showing Blade Runner. And I can go see those movies if I want to drive an hour and a half. Yeah. But I, I'm going to drive an hour and a half to sit in the theater with a bunch of strange douchebags who probably are anti-maskers. Yeah, exactly. They're hardly showing any old movies here in town. This week, they're showing The Notebook. I'm not going to risk my life yeah. for Ryan Gosling. So the I only- would say, I would say, like, yeah. hold the pause for as long as they'll let you, okay? Mm-hmm. So that if anything changes or anything like that, you do still have it. But if it's like use it or lose it, lose it. Because by the yeah. time it's really safe to go out there again, and by this time Hollywood starts cranking out some good movies worth going to a theater again, we'll be fully communist by then, and movies will be free. Word! You know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm absolutely fine with that. I think the odds are in your favor. Yeah. So the movies I have picked out for Dabney in no particular order are A Bucket of Blood, Begotten. I think Dabney can have some fun with Begotten, but I was kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel to get 13. Uh, Brain Candy. Yeah. 
creation of the humanoids. Okay. Which is probably going to be the first yes. I do because just because it's my favorite. Doctor Strange, nineteen seventy-eight. Yep. Glenn or Glenda? Yes. Haxon. Woo. Manos, the hands Haxon. of fate. Yeah. Manos, get that, get that HD one. Yes. Good stuff. March of the Wooden Soldiers. Night of the Living Dead. Plan. Everybody's oh. got to do Night yeah. of the Living Dead by law, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, we would have to check with Miss Lobo about that, but I, I think by law, it, you know, if you're going to host movies, you yeah. have to do Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Plan Nine from one hundred percent. Plan Nine from Outer Space, Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny, and after yes. much much searching, the death of Richie. Nice. Nice, Richie. Seriously, if I, if I, what I said when you told me. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if I had another movie, I wouldn't do the Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's tough because, like, you know, it's it's like not just what's in the public domain, but what can we get away with? You know. Yes. Yeah, because there is no real. Well, I found one official list of public domain movies, and it's fucking awful. Yeah, you know where we all know certain other movies are in the public domain. You know. Yeah. So I, I would love to have a comprehensive list one day, but those are the movies I have picked out for Daphne, and we'll just see how that goes. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm all right with that. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, oh, the weirdest fucking thing, though. I'll wait a second, wait a second. There is something else I wanted to mention this. So, so, like, I have them all done up. Like, literally, all I need to do is script them out and do the Dabney bits. You know? Other than that, it was just nothing to throw together and edit and take notes and shit like that. So I'm going through the creation of the humanoids because it's the one I want to do first. And I'm just checking around shit. And I'm looking at Don McGowan. The Kragor. Yeah. He was in a 1958 pilot episode called The Tales of Frankenstein where he plays Frankenstein. Really? And I found it and I fucking downloaded it. I have this. I don't know what the fuck else I'm going to do with it. It's like it's... Is it an hour or is it a half hour? I forget. Let me check real quick. It's a half hour. A half hour, though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, you know, yeah. Yeah, along with creation of the humanoids, you know, how long is that going to be? That's yeah. not a really long movie. Yeah. So I could sneak it in on the side or something like that. Yeah. But that has been it. Genie has been vaccinated. 
Oh, yay! Yeah. And I'm scheduled for my second one on March 4th. Nice. Good job. It took me like 15 minutes from when I parked to when I got back in my car. Yeah. Huh. Impressive. I went on my lunch hour. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I love so with that, I kind of plan, like, I'll get my shot when, you know, when you could just go to the doctor and get a shot. You know what I mean? He yeah. Go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. Like, I go out once a month, you know, and I'm good with this. Yeah. <laughs> I have found yeah. my fucking paradise. But, like... With GD being with Jeannie being vaccinated now, that would mean that I get coronavirus from either the subway or my pot shop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> if I get for coronavirus, I could name names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, and then and then one good thing, one good thing about our second run in with the coronavirus is that Amber apparently has tested positive. Amber apparently has it. No symptoms whatsoever. Yeah. You know, no symptoms. She's a little bit tired. She's a little bit sore. But other than that, she is 100 percent a pinnacle of health. Like, I think I'm feeling worse than she is. Only because it just feels really bad to have one of your kids locked in their room for well, like ten days or whatever. Yeah, I keep I keep picturing in my head the the time being up and you opening up the door to let Amber out, and and like she looks a lot like Karen Black from Trilogy of Terror. Yeah, you know, she's yeah. hairy. She smells. She's got razor teeth. You know, so so I'm just saying be careful. Have we ever done Bloody Pit of Horror? We have not done Bloody Pit of Horror. So, with Mickey? So like, like coming with up Mickey? with that movie. Coming up with that movie had me scrolling what? up and through fucking SoundCloud for like days. And that's when I started coming across... I started coming across like, God, you know, we've done enough. We we can do a good black history run. Yeah. 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 We've got a decent. Yeah. Forgot about George Crumb. And these. Right. Okay. And, and, and like, like, I think it's like, I think it's like the Pope on film's duty now. Because everybody will remember Martin Luther King during Black History Month. Everybody will remember Bobby Malcolm X, and everybody will remember Bobby Seale during Black History Month. The Pope on film needs to make people aware during Black History Month that a black man invented the fucking potato chip. Yeah, out of spite. That gets too forgotten. Yeah. This, the, the fucking potato chip. I mean, how... Does it get much greater than the potato chip? Yeah. You know? A black guy invented the potato chip out of spite. 
Out of spite. That's right. Out of spite, because the because because a customer at the restaurant was being a douchebag. Um, these fries are too big. I want them thinner. It's like, oh, I'm sending them back a third time. I want thinner French fries. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shave flakes off this goddamn, and then I'm gonna fry them. Here you go. I've made potato chips. You dumbass. Mm -hmm. Ooh, these are good. Yeah. Yeah. I I, love this. The yeah yeah. Yeah, so so we could we could assume from that that the potato chip is a revolutionary snack food. Yeah, you know, the potato chip is really the snack food that fights back against the man. Damn right, you know. They're never gonna eat potato chips. Have attitude. Oh, hell yeah, that's right. George Crumb. We we have we have significant people and movies because come on, sweet sweetback's badass song. More people uh -huh. need to know about this movie. Yeah, you know whether you like it or hate it, and I was not a big fan of it personally. You liked it more than I did, but it's a significant as hell movie. Yeah, I, I was I was on Twitter and some account was uh, once a week. We're going to focus on a important film in Black history that uh, that Americans have forgotten in the hopes of during Black History Month shining a light on these forgotten. Uh, African-American films. In week one, we will be focusing on Across 110th Street. And I'm like, bitch! Yeah. Uh -huh. Love that goddamn movie! Loved that film! Okay, at least you gra they grabbed a decent one. Man, I was with that lead-up, I thought they were going to pick something really fucking lame. Like, Leonard Part 6. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, like, like we, we haven't forgotten across the 110th street. No. I had a blast with Cotton Comes to Harlem. Yes. Loved that film. Really made me appreciate Red Fox a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. So that was it, just for different reasons. I found myself scrolling up and down, up and down now SoundCloud list, which is fucking considerable. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like, wow, we haven't covered Mickey Hargitay. That is surprising. Like, it takes over an hour on SoundCloud yeah. to scroll through all of our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We our podcast is of considerable girth. Yes. The best kept secret. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling better emotionally. You know? Bit worried about the snowmageddon. It's snowing pretty freaking hard yeah. out there. Apparently our windows have frozen and we can't open them, so that's exciting. 
Yeah. Not to this. It's cold as shit, and it has snow. Like, the road outside is covered with snow, which I find really fucking weird that they haven't plowed. Apparently, tonight... It's a major road. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, tonight, in, uh, in my little town... It's going to get the low is going to be negative sixteen. Yeah, that's some serious shit. We've, we've had that. Yeah, but you're Colorado. Minus I expect 20. that from Colorado. <laughs> it's just weird here. And it sucks because we've got that Oklahoma wind. So, like, no matter what the temperature is, it feels ten times worse yes. outside. It sucks because it's not just snowing. It's snowing and it's 30-mile-an-hour winds. It's freaking horrible. And somewhere out there, Mr. So- Freeze is saying, I won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obvious. This is obviously just you know the Zionists and their weather machines. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's and it's almost like you know you say something like that, but like you're almost half afraid to because somebody's going to take it serious. Yeah. 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 We are joking when we say that, people. (laughs) <laughs> we should put up a disclaimer or something like are you fucking kidding <laughs> yeah. bunny if you think that this week's film 1977's the amazing spider-man is bad just wait till we till i get to the point of the show in act three where i mention next week okay we're no longer doing Spider-Man. We're no longer in the 70s. We are more in the modern day. This is going to be horrible. Okay. <laughs> I have never seen this. I don't think you have seen this. Maybe you have, but this, yeah, this is going to be bad. I don't know. This is going to be bad. I don't know. I, I just don't offhand know anything modern day. Unless it's maybe that, uh, which I haven't seen, but that Asylum Thor movie. Nope. Nope. We are still in Marvel. We, this is well, I would still in be Marvel, Marvel proper. We are still oh, in proper? Marvel proper. Is Amazing so just... Spider-Man Marvel proper? Well, there wasn't a Marvel proper back then. But it upsets me that right now they're filming Spider-Man 3 and Andrew Garfield is going to be in it and Tobey Maguire is going to be in it and Jamie Foxx's Electro is going to be in it and they're going for a Spider-Verse sort of uh, uh, parallel universe sort of thing for this third Spider-Man movie and I'm fine with that. Bring as many Spider-Men in as you want. But you better goddamn remember Nicholas Hammond. I would fucking flip out if he walked out. <laughs> just for a second. They Nicholas just Hammond better be in Spider-Man second. 3. 
<laughs> yeah, he just has to be like, like he's reading a newspaper and it's the Daily Bugle or whatever, and he lowers the newspaper and it's him for just a few seconds yeah. is all I want. But he had better be in this goddamn movie. Yeah. 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 I'll be pissed. Except he would have to be sitting down somewhere because he is so much bigger than any of the other Spider-Men. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Except maybe Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is a pretty tall, tall guy. Yeah, if we had to line him up by height, you know, I think it would go uh, this Spider-Man. I keep forgetting his name. I don't know why. Probably just trying to block it. Uh, There would be this Spider-Man, then Andrew Garfield. And then I'm thinking Tobey Maguire... And then Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. If we line them up by height. Yeah, probably. Probably. But yeah, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. I I have been watching the Marvel movies in chronological order. Good. I, good. I'm right in the middle of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And I kind of, I kind of take issue with how they seem to throw in the Incredible Hulk very haphazardly. Yeah, there, there is no real reason for, and I, I, I've looked at a couple of lists, and I'm currently using the Rotten Tomatoes list. So you would think you could trust them. Yeah. Why do you have the Incredible Hulk come after Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2? Yeah. I don't care. And it's that. like, well, <coughs> the closest I've seen is, well, because there's no, like, specific date in the Hulk. Well, then, yeah, yeah, don't you go by release date then? I don't know. So it would be Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, and then Iron Man 2. Because the Incredible Hulk was the second Marvel movie. Yeah, and then in Iron Man 2, there is a few seconds where you see a scene from the Incredible Hulk in it. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so that would make sense. Yeah. So if anything, they were happening at the same time. Yeah. You can't watch a movie, two movies at the same time. Pick one. <laughs> so I'd have to disagree with Rotten Tomatoes there. It's got to go Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2. Fight yep. me. <laughs> but then Captain America comes first. And then yes. Captain Marvel and then Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a it's really, you know, after Iron Man, it gets to be kind of a rough haul, you know? Yeah. You know, you got to go Incredible Hulk, and then you got to go Iron Man 2. Ooh, not really my whole, that good. My whole family is all in on WandaVision right now. Yeah. I never yeah. needed to see Mickey Rock in fetish wear, ever. Oh. You know? Yeah. Then the Incredible Hulk, and then Thor, and Thor is meh. Thor is all right. Movie. 
Yeah. You know, there's nothing bad about it. It, it it's certainly no Mickey Rourke and fetish wear. You know. Uh, yeah. But it's just kind of a man movie. Yeah. So it's kind of a rough stretch you got to go through there before you get back to like Winter Soldier. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's about all I got. Yeah. I I, I got nothing else. Things are things are I, 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 Oh, I, yes there is. Apart from the snowmageddon that is, it, it looks like it's starting right now. Uh, everything's fine with me. What 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 else do you have, dude? Red fucking rubber ball. Red rubber ball. I have. It's it's almost like the fucking Mandela effect. I've listened, I've listened to the red rubber ball bit a few times now. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. It doesn't seem to exist out there anywhere. On SoundCloud or YouTube or... No, 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 not the clip. What we're talking about, like red rubber balls in horror movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find... I couldn't find movies. I couldn't find pictures. You know... Well, that's a difficult... Like, the that's closest I could find is start. a rubber ball bounced down in the movie The Changeling with George C. fucking Scott. Yeah. It's weird. It's yeah. like we're in Universe X. Nice. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I think most people know what I'm talking about. You're What you were talking about, right? Red rubber balls in horror movies bouncing down the stairs usually. Yeah. For whatever reason, evil kid, a haunted house. I just had another good red rubber ball, but like a commercial for horror movie cats. Horror movie cats. Yeah. So say you're a monster and you're going to kill people in a house. Well, of course you need a cat. So that the cat, so that when the teens are are in the attic looking for what made that noise, your cat pops out, and the teens go, "Oh, phew! It was just a cat. How did this cat get in here?" Well, we can let our guard down, and that's when you stab them. <laughs> so I love the idea of like, "Hi, I'm Jason, and this is my cat, Mister Mister Whiskers." I bought him at the horror movie cat store. And that every serial killer, like Mike Myers, has like two cats. Yeah. 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 Cats will get into a cupboard from time to time. But I don't think it's as as, as often as horror movies seem to think. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So a company that specifically focuses on cats for horror for uh, horror movie monsters. Yeah, if if I f suddenly found myself in a horror mu movie, you know, 
cupboards would just be one of those things that I would just be extra careful about because there's probably a cat in it. Yeah. And I would know I was in the horror movie because I could hear the theme music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, you hear cha-cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha-cha. You're like, ah, fuck. All right. All right, I got to deal with this Jason shit now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Might want to get some cereal first. Probably a cat in there. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking even the Silent Hill game, one of them did that with a locker. You opened up a locker and a fucking cat jumped out. And a cat jumps out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the hardest part about Snowmageddon is that we feed some of the neighbor cats around the neighborhood, but we can't in good conscience in good conscience keep the cats outside right now. So we have four cats in the house right now. Yeah. And apparently one of them has gone in heat and just meows 24 (laughs) seven. And it's driving me insane. And sometimes I can feel my throat close up because fun fact, I'm allergic to freaking cats. (laughs) But, but it's better that we deal with these cats. than we end up with a bunch of cat sickles outside, you know? Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. Wow, it's snowing a lot. Yeah, okay, but but if it's snowmageddon, okay? Okay. Cats are good protein. That's, you know. Yeah, that's what saying. I'm thinking. That's one positive about having so many animals in the house right now is that uh, uh, we've got one dog and four cats, so uh, good eating tonight. You got it. Yeah, yeah, you could be snowed in for a good long time before you start looking at Eleanor crooked. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so we'll be good for a while. <laughs> Turns into a roast chicken like from Bugs Bunny. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh, that that is about it. Yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure red rubber ball was weird. Yeah. I, I I had no idea it was something like that would be so hard to find. I mean, well, there's no way to search for there that. There's certainly a song. Well, yeah. I thought I thought just Red Rubber Ball would pop a couple of things, and you would be yeah. like, oh yeah, there was the Red Rubber Ball in here, and you know there was the Red Rubber Ball in there, and Snake Plissken shot the Red Rubber Ball, and you know whatever. Or a scene from The Shining or something like that. No. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's all in the collective conscious for no real reason. One of the it's has to be, has to have the red rubber ball. Yeah. One of the it's, but I'm not sure which one. If it's the Tim Curry or if it's the young Dan Avedon. Like modern day it, but one of them has the red rubber ball. So I wound up I wound up taking a clip from the changeling 
And a clip from the fucking prestige, man. I was really like getting <laughs> desperate. Yeah. And like that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <sighs> so I think we might have dreamed it. I think it's I think it's a Mandela effect thing. No, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Maybe the shining? Yeah, the shining. I don't I know. I think. I don't know. I keep thinking the little girl the little girls might have had a ball. Yeah. Play with us, Danny. Yeah. But like even that is not like really quite matching what I'm thinking. Yeah. Going downstairs in particular, right? I, I I think so. Yeah. I think so. But it doesn't exist. That's how astute. That's how astute our red rubber ball bit was. Was that we're the first people to point it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's how amazing we are. And I could picture it in in different in different ways. You know, like like. Like it could be a softer rubber ball, a more pretty rubber ball, red rubber ball, something like that. But I'm also picturing a dodgeball for that sound it makes when you bounce it. Yeah. Yeah. And wasn't there something like that in Deadly Friend, that horrible fucking I think it was Wes Craven or somebody fairly famous did this horrible starring the cousin Oliver from Little House on the Prairie yes the little Jewish kid the Ingalls found and took in yeah he was the star (laughs) Jesus and he and his best friend is I think it's Christy Swanson like a very very early Christy Swanson Um, yeah and he creates a robot they're friends and he's a geek and that's just what you do and things like that and then something happened to her and she died uh, so he put the robot chip in her head and yeah. she started acting like the fucking robot and killing people for no reason because the robot wasn't killing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and I'm pretty sure she picked up a basketball or a dodgeball or something and threw it across the room through somebody's head. Jesus. I hear somebody crying. We should move on. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you wrap sure it this up? is entertaining or rambling? <laughs> it, well, well, we haven't talked in a while. So yeah, I assumed true. Bunny Versus was going to be big. That's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
Well, no, I've, I found the clip and I pulled it and I've listened to it a few times trying to figure out, like, how can I animate this one when yeah. I thought it was going to be really easy? Yeah. What was the episode that that one was on? Was Did I do that because of the movie we were discussing? I have no idea. Yeah, because maybe I, I did that so. bit because we were watching some like stupid horror movie, and I'm like, "Hey, red rubber balls going down hallways." No, oh no, the, this section of episodes, I, I kind of remember in connection to my trauma. <laughs> so, yeah. so I have like a way different memory. Like, I can't connect it to the movie, but we were still at Heather's when we did it. Yeah, <laughs> like we were still that in that point of homelessness, <laughs> you yeah. know. So yeah, I remember it came up there, which is why I didn't do anything with it like immediately, you know. Yeah. What's what's that? Nothing. Just trying to trying to make it bend. Oh, <laughs> there is no spoon, right? Oh well, let's let's head on. What what kind of shaft do you have us for this this week? Um, it, it's a it, it's. I learned something about someone famous. And I was worried about doing it as a chat because I would have to talk about the history of one major television show and then concurrently the history of another major television show from a foreign country. And I wasn't sure if I would be able to put all of those together to tell the story of this one famous person. But I think I nailed it and I'm really proud of it. And there are some names here you may have forgotten, but I'm really proud of this week's chat. Yeah, okay. okay. But do you want to wrap up Bunny Versus, your trademark way, before we get there? So that is it for Bunny Versus this week, where we just like to say, self-adhesive tape? Yes, please. That is a catchphrase that has taken over the nation. Spreading like wildfire. See you you don't understand week. what that means, Maxwell? You don't get it? You're probably not old <laughs> enough. When you're old, when you're when you're 30, you'll fully understand that. <laughs> yeah, you're too young to understand, but eventually it'll all make sense, Maxwell. That that's like going back through comedy history and coming across Marty Engel. And being like, you were famous for what? Yeah. He was like the what happened guy or something yeah. like that. He like had a catchphrase and that's like all he had. And he would show up fucking everywhere doing his catchphrase. Yeah. <clears throat> and it yeah. was something like what me worry or the other one that I think I stole from a movie. I would have to look it up, and it's not worth it. Marty Ingalls. Cut on fucking Marty Ingalls. Cut on Marty Ingalls. Okay. 